Welcome back to the Blindside Rewind. After a long wait, I am still your host, Jeremy Timmerman, one of your hosts, joined as always by my buddy, Justin Baxley. Justin, how goes it? It's going, my friend. It's going. I've missed this quite a bit, actually. Um, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be talking Survivor with you. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy few months. I know we had kind of had some plans to do some various stuff like in the off season and we just didn't get around to it. So we're sorry for that. Um, we are going to try to do more, you know, this season as we, as we kind of ramp up and hopefully we'll get a rewatch in at some point over the next year. Cause that's a lot. I, that's some of my favorite content is when we get to rewatch with one another and stuff. So we are going to continue to pump out content. It's just life gets busy. Um, you know, the last year I've changed jobs. Um, Jeremy, did you, did you get another kid? year is that is that right i mean we, we, we've been busy i mean i officially i officially adopted another kid but i've i had the kid before that so um <laughs> but yeah i mean and and just like to illustrate you know you know us the drafty drafts are our favorite thing to do like that i might enjoy the drafty drafts more than i enjoy actually watching the season um which is saying something because i do enjoy the seasons a lot and like the 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 survivor cast has been out for two weeks and we just today were like Hey, we should probably do a draft. Um, so we have gotten behind. Um, we apologize for that. We we're gonna do some some other stuff. Uh, but Justin, how do you feel? You know, just to look at the the season forty four cast. I'm gonna be honest with you, buddy. I have not. Well, it's a good um, thing. I. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm picking first. <laughs> I won last season. We talked it out. I'm gonna pick first. Uh, so, but, but, but because Justin, you haven't looked at the cast at all. I have not. Well, that's par for the course. Uh, Justin has done surprisingly well for not looking at the cast very much. Um, so, um, my overall thoughts, I mean, this, this, this is a very interesting cast. Um, it's, it's very reminiscent of what we've gotten the last three or four seasons where ever since they really started looking for diversity and it seems like they've gotten away from the casting agencies, and the, and it's a lot of just survivor fans and just looking to to boost the overall diversity of the game. It's a very interesting looking cast. Like it's going to be, I think it's going to be fun to look at the way they interact. Yep, I, I do too. I, again, I, like I said, I hadn't looked at the cast, but I, I do know. Like I'm I'm scrolling through it now. And you're right, like the the just the very much like this is how we draft is based on first impressions. And you're right, there's not, I mean, there's a couple bigger dudes for this season. I will say that look a little more athletic than like maybe last season. Um, but I also don't know that there's necessarily like a Jonathan on the cast either. Uh, and it just feels very like evenly matched, maybe. Like there's a couple athletic uh, looking women, uh, a couple you know older guys. Um, uh, you know, just definitely various body types, various backgrounds, very, you know, so I think, I mean, we've had a good run the last few seasons. I don't know how you felt, but, you know, I, there's been some things we haven't liked the last three or four seasons, right? Coming out of the pandemic and all that, but there's, it's been aspects of it, but overall, like the cast have been great. Um, I've really enjoyed the cast, even seasons. Cause I want to say, 42 or 43 that we were not super thrilled with the cast when it, it was 43 it was last season yeah we, we were just down on the cast when it came out and and i really en- ended up enjoying that season an awful lot 
I thought it was the worst cast of the 41, 42, 43 grouping, but it was still good, if that makes sense. Like, right. I still preferred it over you know, some in like the 30s back like a few years ago. I was like, oh, these aren't very good casts. Like, the, at least last year, there was probably three to four people that I would love to see return. Um, and maybe, maybe sure. even more than that, but like for sure, three or four that I'd lock in would like to see it, like to see them come back. And, it just it this it, I like this method of casting better. Whatever they're doing different to get these diverse backgrounds in, because it's really produced a lot of really likable personalities more so than like game bots, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and to recap, you know, if you've never listened to one of our drafty drafts, first of all, welcome to the Blindside Rewind um, podcast. Was born endemic. Uh, when Justin and I were looking for something to do, and we were watching Old Survivor and decided, hey, we like to talk, let's have a podcast. Which is like, I think, a rite of passage for uh, younger middle-aged white men in the current era of time we're in. Is that at some point we're like, I like to come have a podcast. I've got two. I don't know how many Justin's got. Like, we've got podcasts. Um, and sometimes we'll just decide we're going to have another podcast. We might have another podcast for long. You just don't even know. Because that's it's like in our blood that we're just going to have a podcast. The Apple Apple awoke something deep in our souls when they started the concept of podcasts, and, and we just can't help ourselves. Yeah, it, it's definitely like a white man calling card. Like it's like the bat signal. Oh, or, you don't have a podcast? What are you doing with your life? Yeah, I have a podcast, and it's got to be about like something super niche. Uh, yeah, like, it can't be like some profound thing. It's got to be like I really like underwater basket weaving. I'm a podcast about it. Yeah, I've got a friend, like a grown man friend, who has a podcast about rewatching Disney movies, and like, oh, I'd listen to that, hundred percent. I won. You got but me. like 10, 10, 15 years ago, I'd have been like, why does that grown man sit in his living room and talk about Disney movies with his friends? But now I'm like, you know what? I get it. That makes total sense. Uh, it's not my thing. It's not my thing, but like, it makes total sense. Why not? Um, I love Disney movies, Jeremy. Like, I, I I hate that I did not come up with that podcast idea. To be honest, yeah, like, drunk, drunk, I'll, I'll, drunken, drunken Disney is the, is absolutely a podcast that I would listen to or, okay. or produce. Oh, no, it, yeah, I mean that that's a totally different idea. But yeah, so but anyway, <laughs> to circle on back, if you've never listened to our drafty drafts, even though we are weeks removed, generally we do this the day. The this one is I don't think it's always Entertainment Weekly, but this one is from Entertainment Weekly. The day that first article drops, it's usually three weeks to the day from when Survivor starts for the season. They drop an article that's got like a brief bio of all of the cast members for that season. Um, and so usually yep. it drops before all of the videos. Um, so I don't have to say this, but I will say that Justin and I have not watched any of the videos, even though I think all of Around. If not all of them, most of them are. Oh, uh, <laughs> who knew? I'm gonna be honest. When you messaged me today and told me about this, I genuinely thought you were telling me, "Hey, that's dropped today." No, I, it's been so, out for two weeks apparently. Um, I may, because I only knew it because I started seeing the videos pop up on Twitter, and I was like, "Wait a second, what day is it?" Yeah, this this has been January 31st. So, but even though all that content is out, we have not seen it. Wow. Um, because we are that's how busy we are, folks. We didn't even notice that the cast was out, but we are here to do a draft. And Justin, if you don't mind, I'm ready for my first pick. 
let's do this thing. Um, Go for it. Let's I had her up, and then I scrolled up to find the date, and I've lost her. She's here. I've just tipped my hand that it's a female. Don't take her. Don't take her. Please don't. Jamie, I should have. I should have. Jamie Lynn Ruiz. Is that who you wanted? No, it's not. So we're good. Okay, good, 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 good. All right. Um, Jamie Lynn Ruiz. I'm writing down her whole name. Know what she's going to go by? <coughs> um, but Jamie, what I like about her, first of all, she's in that sweet spot. She's 35. I like that age range for winners. I don't know that that's actually the age that a lot of winners are, but I always prefer that age. Um, partially, I think, because like that's I'm 36, and I feel like, especially for Survivor, that's where you hit an age where you're still physically capable enough that um, even if you're not a super athlete, like a lot of the challenges aren't going to be just overwhelming. Um, but you've also got a little bit more seasoning on you, you know, uh, usually as you get into your late 20s and early 30s, you start to recognize who you are as a person. You start to interact with people a little better, um, a little more self-aware usually. Um, so she's got that going for her. She's a yogi. She's a, I assume that means a yoga instructor or, or involved with yoga. So she's in good physical condition. She'll be really good mm-hmm. for a lot of those focus-based challenges that are uh, key after the merge. Um, so I just really like what she's got going on physically. Um, she just seems like a really well-balanced person. She, she values loyalty in an alliance. So she's, she's looking for, she's looking to build bonds that'll last. And I think that's, that's something that is nice. I also, I'm a fan of Angelina. If you listen to this podcast during, um, David versus Goliath, you know that. And she relates to Angelina and Erica, who are two people that I like watching play the game of Survivor. So, Jamie Lynn Ruiz is my first pick. Justin, two picks to you. I love it. That's tough. That's tough. Because uh, I haven't seen the cast. Um, I'm <laughs> go back to the well that I've been going to for quite a few seasons now. That 35 to 45-year-old woman. Uh, and I'm going to hit it right on the line. Caroline Weiger. Um, so drug- I looked at her. Do I know? I looked at her. She's a drug counselor, and here's here's the wild thought process that I'm going through: is to be a oh drug boy. counselor, you probably have oh to be able to listen to people, um, be able to kind of give advice, you know, talk through things. Um, to me, that's a benefit in the game of Survivor. Uh, you know, having that ability to like just straight up communicate with people uh, and do it in a way that like you probably have to communicate with with people in a way that. Like they're open to things. And so I feel like she's going to be somebody that can get people to open up to her ideas and can go out there and potentially win. Um, she, she also threw out there that like, I badly want to be like, yeah, I'm going to be strategic like Kelly Wentworth and cutthroat, but that probably isn't happening. Cause I'm way more like a Nora uh, <laughs> than, than anything. But like, I fit more like being lovable, like Marianne. And to me, like that, that kind of tracks, you know, that, that kind of personality. Like I like somebody that recognizes that, like, I'm not one of these greats. Like I'm not Kelly Wentworth. I'm not Parvati. I'm not going to go out there and throw it my way to the end and win. I think self-awareness is a good thing. So I'm going to go with Caroline on that. Um, 
my next one. Well, and and not okay, to address, not to like, not to like talk too much on your pick. But another thing about that drug counseling thing that I think might be important is that you know when you're doing that, you have to not only know how to deal with people, but you have to know how to deal with people when they're at their worst. And not that right. being on Survivor is like recovering from addiction, but a lot of the times when people get in trouble is when they have a hard time interacting. Like, you know, maybe you're good at interacting with people when they're at their best, you know, when they're feeling, when they're in their comfort zone and they're feeling good and they've eaten and, you know, you're good at interacting with people, but are you good at interacting with people when they have, haven't eaten in two weeks? Um, are you good at interacting with people when they're sleeping well? And I right. think she might have a strength in that. So that, I think that's a really good pick. She, she also says she's a little bit loud, but then she's also open. And so I'm a little bit loud and I'm pretty open. So I fit with that. Uh, my next pick, I'm going very far to go get this one. I'm scrolling down one person and I thought his name said Bam Bam. And that's why I really wanted him, but it actually is Yam Yam. Uh, <laughs> but I've already committed at this point. Uh, I'm going with Yam Yam Bigelow, uh, Yamil Aracho. <laughs> <laughs> I can, you can tell I've really, really studied up on this, this lineup here. Um, his, his name is tricky. That's, that, that's for it sure. Is. Uh, fun, loud, and caring. I identify with all three of those words. <laughs> uh, you know, he talks about, um, you know, being like Sari, lovable, caring, fun, um, uh, married to his husband. They're creating a home. Um, he loves to do bearded drag on Halloween, which I think is very interesting. Um, and he talks about his relationship with his mother as being uh, his biggest inspiration. And as you know, I do get sentimental when we do these. And I look for people that I identify with personally. Uh, I can tell you this is not how you win this game of the dra- drafty draft. is by identifying with people personally because I'm going to tell you that is how I've lost all but one season so far. So, but, but I, I got a good feeling about Yam Yam only because his name is Yam Yam. Um, <laughs> outside of that, it's strictly, I kind of identify with like some of the different things in his bio, but really I'm picking him because his name is cool. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> this is, this is Justin folks. This is Justin. Uh, I like him because his name is cool. That might be. And another thing about Justin is Justin is a big old mama's boy. So if uh, if you have if you want to be drafted by Justin in the drafty draft when you go on Survivor, mention your mama in your profile, and Justin's probably going to pick you. <laughs> it's so true. Justin, remotely wrong. Like if you mention your mama, Justin's going to draft him. I'm, I'm I may start picking people that mentioned their mama just to mess with Justin, but that that's really rude. And I would be very sad. All right. But <laughs> what I'm going to do here is I'm going to steal one of Justin's other strategies that has worked out well for him at times. I'm going for some beef here. My, my first, my first of my two picks <laughs> is Danny Massa. Dang it. Yeah. I like this dude a lot. Uh, he's a firefighter. Um, he's 32. He's from New York. That's a terrible New York accent, but I I, I attempted it. That was horrendous. Um, but he he he's a firefighter. You know, he's a big beefy dude. Um, he he looks like he could he could. I mean, he's he's a big guy. Um, and but he talks about wanting to be kind and how important it is to be kind. 
Uh, he ran a 34 mile ultra marathon. I can tell you, I've ran, I've run a half marathon, which is 13 miles. And I wanted to just lay down and die at the end. So I can't imagine doing 34. Uh, so he's big, strong. He's going to have endurance. Uh, he's going to have some kindness. So I think, you know, he, he, he can make it deep in the game. He, he doesn't seem like somebody just off this bio that's going to rub people the wrong way. Um, so I'm going to go with Danny Massa as one. And then I'm going to double up on that and go with Brandon Cottom. Um, he's all at the bottom. I don't even know if Justin's seen that dude yet. Um, I did. I saw him. I, I, he was there. He was on my he's radar. 30. He's, right. he's 30. Those are my two guys I was looking at. He apparently played for the Seattle Seahawks, so he's in great shape. Um, and I just I, – I, I really – I'm being very basic right now, Justin. Uh, I want to try to lock in some individual immunity winners and – both Danny and Brandon seem like it's folks who can haul in some individual muni wins. And they also seem like guys that unless they're just real jerks, um, they're going to be the kind of assets on their tribe that they're going to make it to the merge. Um, because they're, they're big, they're strong, they're physical. Whether that perception is correct or not, and we could debate that if we wanted to, the perception is that you need to keep those people unless they're just a real problem. So, I'm going to pick both of those guys and really hope to lock in some individual immunities. I like it. I like it. Um, well, I guess I got to go and get me somebody that I think can go win on an individual immunity. Uh, and I'm, hmm, I'm going to go with this guy here. Uh, I guess this is the year of the three name. Uh, Matthew Grinstead Male. Male. I don't know. It sounds cool too. Um, <laughs> he he throws out his hobbies, his adventures with his son and husband, roller coasters, water slides, eating food from all the world, growing and collecting plants. Um, mentions that he has the heart, drive, and ability to see this to the end. Um, he says he identifies with Elaine the most because she's hilarious yet genuine. I'll tell you. If I if if I ask people to describe me, and like I could pick, they describe me hilarious and genuine would be the two words I would pick. So he got me on the thing that I would want people to tell describe me as. Um, so my boy Matthew, come on home, Mister Barbershop Owner. You made the cut. <laughs> made it to Team Justin. He's on team Cause, just because barbers they cut hair, so he made the cut. <laughs> oh, I thought that's This is good. We are already. We made it so long without truly getting off the rails, but I think we, we're jumping off now. We're there. We're there. We, we've jumped. We've jumped off the rails. The other pick I'll go with, um, and strictly, strictly, he's from our home state. And I got to get him before you do. Oh, uh, you jerk! I got to do because I do. I knew you would do it soon because he's from Georgia. Like 100%, like no other reason why either of us would pick this person other than they're from Georgia. Now, what I will say, him working at NASA is pretty cool. I have a friend that works at NASA. <laughs> That's pretty cool, too. So there's a connection there. Uh, I'm going to see if, if my, my friend at NASA knows this guy at NASA and see if we can be friends. Um, yeah, we've definitely gone off the rails. Um Mentions that he mostly identifies with, like, Christian. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and say the guy's name, Justin? Oh, sorry. 
Carson Barrett. <laughs> I knew you were talking about it. I had already written it down, but I was like, he's just not going to say his name. I he's forgot to say his name. hands off the rails. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, he's just name that castaway right now. Like he just he's not even he's changed the game. I have where you're gonna guess who I'm picking from now on. Enjoy the show, folks. Uh, <laughs> so Carson said he, he wants to play kind of like Christian. Uh and you and I were big fans of Christian. You got the nerdy vibes. Um, you know, I think that that like his intelligence, like that ability to think at such a high level on a different plane probably than literally anybody else on this cast. Um, that's not a knock against anybody else. This guy literally just works at NASA as a engineer, uh, or he's an engineering student through NASA or something. I don't know. It sounds really cool. Um, the one thing that I will say that worries me, the one thing that worries me, I never go this young, but he's 20. So that worries he is me 20. just a little bit, but we saw last year, we saw Sammy have some success as a younger guy, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that what happens is Carson can come out and do some of the stuff that Sammy did, but actually go win this game. Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm down with that. All right. I just went double male, so I'm gonna go, I'm going double female uh-uh. now. Uh, I I have only a slight bit more strategy in this than you do. I mean, in that. I started looking at this maybe 10 minutes before we started recording, whereas you started looking at it at the moment that we started recording. So uh, I do have a little bit of a plan, but this is not a part of my plan. I'm just freestyling now. Um, I'm, I'm four picks in, so the, the plan's out the window. Um, I like Sarah Wade. She is 27. That was the next Yeah, pick. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can smoke it. She is from Rochester. She's currently living in Chicago. She's 27. She's a management consultant for her occupation. None of that really, really matters to me too much. Um, what I do like about her is the way she looks at alliances. She wants someone logical and with a strategic mind. She wants loyalty. That's also important. But that logical thing is something that you and I have talked about in our rewatches and in the, as we watch regular seasons. Uh, people tend to throw logic out the window sometimes and make decisions based on emotion and based on right now, this person has really ticked me off. They voted against me. They voted not the way I want them to vote. So I'm going to vote them off and they end up hurting themselves. So she sees that she recognizes that. Another thing I like about her is um, that she's very active. She, she bikes, she works out, she plays beach volleyball. Um, she likes to eat raw food, apparently. So, like, that's a thing that could become an asset because raw awesome. food is in no shortage out there on the island. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she's got a pretty cool little story. Her best friend Kaylee passed away unexpectedly a couple of years ago, and she was, I assume, pretty young. Um, and that's going to be her motivating force. So that's going to be something that, that I think will be good uh, to have later on in the game. Um, so I just I think Sarah seems like a pretty well-rounded contestant. My next pick is, and I'm going to be honest with you, what catches my eye about this young lady is the head of hair on this woman is impressive. I love it. Lauren Harp, she is she is 31. She is from uh, originally from Port Arthur, Texas. Okay. She currently lives in Montvale, Texas. She's an elementary school teacher. 
And as the parent of elementary school children and someone who works in the school system, I can tell you that elementary school teachers have the patience of Job. I just don't know how they do what they do. Um, and so that's got to be an asset out there. The ability to just deal – like dealing with Ill- illogical humans is her – it's her job. So she'll be able to deal with those people who are just making those emotion-based decisions because that's all elementary school children do. It's all emotion. Um, so she'll be prepared for that, kind of like what we talked about with your um, addiction counselor. Uh, elementary school teaching is very similar to that. Uh, just illogical humans all the time. Um, she oh. is a parent. And, and what's interesting to me, she says she wants to play like Erica, but also Natalie. And those are two very different people. Um, Erica is quiet, uh, unassuming. Natalie is a fierce, in-your-face competitor. And I'm, I'm curious to see the way how, how Lauren is going to balance those two. And those are my two picks, Sarah Wade and Lauren Hart. I love it. All right. I mean, this is, this is just par for the course for me. Um, I'm going to go with Matt Blankenship as I'm – are you sure I went to high school with somebody named Matt Blankenship? Um, That's <laughs> the reason. Um, <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. You know, like, we've hit the point in the draft where, like, well, I mean, I hit it immediately because I didn't do any research. But um, uh, Matt Matt mentions that he, likes, he considers himself a Yule uh, with some goofiness and youthful energy, a la Marianne. Um Pretty pretty solid little okay. one like one two punch there. The one thing that that I, I came really close to not taking him. Here's why: not a fan of peanut butter, and I just don't really trust people that don't like peanut butter. Um, yeah, how are you not a how, how are you not a fan? Yeah, of I, I don't I don't know, but 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 well, you know we'll we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe maybe he, I won't. You know, is allergic to peanuts. Uh, that that, that is the only explanation. Is you don't want to die, so you don't eat peanut butter. Makes sense to me. That's the only I, I and even then, still a little bit like you know skeptical. Anyway, uh, I, I still don't trust it. Uh, I still don't trust it. Crunchy or uh, smooth? Which one are you going with, Jeremy? Because this is going off the rails. Might as well go all in. My personal preference. Okay, I do like crunchy peanut butter. Oh my gosh, this is why we're friends. But the rest of my family likes smooth peanut butter and really I like both. So I just I just go with uh I just go with um smooth. But my seven year old, when he was like five or six, yeah. I asked him which one he liked, and he gave a philosopher's answer that I think is probably the correct one. I'll, I'll be honest with you. He said on a sandwich, okay, I like the smooth. But if I'm just or yeah. creamy, but if I'm just eating it. Out of the out of the jar, I like the crunchy. Wow, that's deep. And I I, I think that's the way he said it. I think it, it was it was either that way or the reverse. And I think that's well, the way. That's that 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 seems correct. Look, I'm the same way. I like both. Crunchy is probably the preference. Um, like if I had like if you told me I could have one or the other, I'm picking crunchy. Um, which is apparently a hot take or an unpopular opinion in the peanut butter world. None, none hotter than apparently not liking peanut butter. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that one caught my eye because he doesn't like peanut butter. Um, the next one that I'm going with, I have to find this person because the only reason I saw it 
Three names, baby. We're, it's the year of the three names. Heidi Lagaris Greenblatt. Literally only because she has three names. Also, she fits into right. that 40, 35 to 45-year-old woman uh, category that I've been trying to hit on. Not in that way, folks. I've been trying to hit on in terms of winning this game for the last three seasons. It has not paid yeah. off yet. This cast this cast is young. She may be the oldest person on this cast. She's one of the older ones. Uh, and she's only 43. Right. So I've tried my best to hit on the older women. Again, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting that and turning it into a promo for the show. Okay. I'll I've like tried that. my best to hit on the older women. That is, and I have not seen it yet. In fact, I'm just going to put that as the, the show description is... I tried my best to hit love on the it. older women. Justin Baxter. Carry yes, on. I love it. All right. So I've tried my best to hit on the older women. Hasn't worked out yet. I've gotten close. I've gotten close. Heather, final four. Uh, there was somebody else. Tiffany did really well in that season. Um, there have been others. Uh, the one last year, the, the lady, the blonde lady that I thought was going to win that flamed out at like the first chance she got. Um, can't remember her name anymore, which is sad. That's, was it Lindsay? No, Lindsay was the right. before. Uh, anyway, point being, I've tried my best. It hasn't worked out. But Heidi Lagaris Greenblatt, my three-named queen, is going to come through for me. Um, she does talk about some actual <laughs> things that – that she uh, identifies with in here. Uh, she feels like a, a villainous uh, Angelina or like a Sandra. Um, both really solid. I wonder if she's going to try to take somebody's jacket. Um, and her biggest inspiration, this is what got me, Jeremy, her mother. Uh, she does not care too much about material things. She loves the simple things in life. That is not my mother. With it. Um <laughs> Don't let her hear this. Um, she loves the simple life and always reminds me to respect people no matter the circumstances. Love that so much. Uh, she talks about it, uh, you know, trying to represent the um, the Latinx, Latinas community. Um, and so I think this is a really, you know, energetic, adventurous, loud um, engineering manager, another really smart person that I'm, I'm picking up on this little trend for me. Um, and so we're, we're going to run it. We're, we're going to see how this goes for me. My next pick, I'm going with Bruce Peral. <sighs> Dang it. And I'm going right. to steer a page out of your book. All right. Well, all first right. of all, uh, I like, you know, I, I seem to be drawn to this. What will you value in an alliance partner question? And he says someone who looks that looks at Survivor as what it is, a game. I don't know what he means by that, mm. but he also talks about loyalty and, and telling them if their name comes up and all that. But you and I have talked about like how, and I, I spoke about it a little bit with uh, one of my earlier picks. You know, so many people get so rattled by, well, they stabbed me in the back and they voted for me. Well, of course they did. Um, in the end, you're probably going to vote for everybody. Point. You know, like if, if, if you're going to vote for them too, at some point, Oh. Um, if you get a chance, you're going to vote for them to go home. So it's they're going to vote for you to go home, and that's okay. Um, and, and so I think that's a good perspective. Um, but I tell you, I, I'm drawn to him because he says he was adopted by a white family. 
Um, and I've got two. Uh, he he seems to be uh, African American. My two two of my kids are uh, biracial. They're half black, half white. And um, so I, I just I was connected with that, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna pull a Justin, and I'm gonna take somebody that I connect with um, because I've got two brown kids that are that are being raised parents, and he's a brown fellow who's being raised who was 46, so he's 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 raised, but he was raised by a white family as well. So I I, I just connected with old Bruce here, uh, and I, I'm trying to rectify something. In the past, I have shied away from particularly older 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 guys. Um, I think I did have Gabler. Did I have Gabler? But I picked him dead last. He was my last pick. Um, yeah. And and uh, there were times where I missed on like Roxroy. I don't think I picked him, and he went much deeper than I thought. So um, I'm going to correct that and go with a little bit older fella and and pick Bruce Peral. And now, yeah, I love it. <clears throat> We are, we are down in the weeds. We are down to the final six people. Um, and I always say this. Now, we've been very incorrect about this a couple of times. Um, like I said, either one of us had eight chances to take uh, Gabler last season, and I took him with my last pick. Um, so we've been dead wrong with this, but this is like our last six people, so it gets a little bit more difficult at this point. Um, let's see. Don't do it. To do what? Don't do it. You don't know what I'm gonna do. You don't know me. Don't take my guy. Don't take my person. I'm taking Claire Rafson. Okay. My pick survives. Because I just want to take in some 30s. Um, I've taken, you know, Bruce is is the oldest. Claire is only 25. She's from uh, originally from Highland Park, Illinois. She now lives in Brooklyn. I, I've taken like, several New Yorkers so far. Um Let's see. She identifies with Michelle Fitzgerald, and because of that, I knew you weren't going to take her. So I figured I would I would make her feel welcome. Over here, Justin hates Michelle. Um, Rob, 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 my queen. Rob, your queen. Um, she also her mom is her biggest inspiration. So I am just I'm just taking shots at you left and right. Um, taking my mom picks. What are we doing here? She's not going to do well. I don't know why I picked her. I mean, maybe she will, but like her favorite hobbies are eating, drinking, and sleeping. Three things that she's not going to get to do. Listen, brother, I like all of those things. You know this, but like, I don't think those are assets on the island, Doug. I just, I feel personally personally attacking myself. You just Uh, just destroyed the three things that I enjoy. (laughs) Uh, I mean, maybe Uh, she'll be fine, uh, but I just, you know. Probably not. You're probably right. Eating, drinking, <laughs> and sleeping are not things that she's going to be doing a whole lot of out there. So, um, you know, anyway, this would be a great clip to cut out later if she wins. But, um, yeah, so I, I took Claire. I don't love it, but really wanted to balance out and pick a woman there. Kind of keep my male-female ratio kind of close. Um, so there you have it, folks. I just destroyed my own pick. Justin, back to you. <laughs> That's, you know, all right. Well, all right, well, the I was going to pick, I've decided I don't know anymore. Um, give me a second. All right. I've got my two. And I'm, I'm going to regret this not taking Have the one person. Um, and I'm going to tell you why I want you to take the person. 
why I didn't take the person. I'm taking this guy because he's from a town called Moose Jaw. <laughs> and if that ain't the coolest, if that ain't the coolest town that anybody's ever been from on the game of Survivor, I don't know what to tell you. Kane Fritzler from Moose Jaw, Canada. Saskatoon is where he's currently living, which is also a really cool name. Um, that's got to be Kane. <laughs> That's got to be Kane. Oh, my gosh. What a great, great line. I wish I saw that. Um, we're also going to say His biggest inspiration, and I not read this until right now. Folks, we're on a roll. Like, oh, it's his mama. It's his mama. She is strong and has taught him the importance of life. Um, he thinks he's going to be the sole survivor because he's quick on his feet. Yeah, he's going out first. Uh, <laughs> he's a lawyer. He's going to tell him he's a lawyer, and he's going to go home within the first episode. Uh, he says he has the effortless charisma and is a more handsome Tyson. Gosh, why did I make this pick? This is a terrible pick. I should have stuck with my gun. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't like this dude when I first read through his profile, but I missed some of these things. He said moose jaw. I missed a couple of things. And the fact that he describes himself as a younger and more handsome Tyson. And then later on says that he has a beautiful singing voice. I I like this dude an awful lot. I don't know if he's going to go very far, but I want him on my television. He is going home with the first episode. I'm so angry. You picked him now, brother. You, you start with him. Uh, all right. Next up, <sighs> Helen, you jerk. Empathetic, optimistic, self-aware. Those are those are things that I like to consider of myself. Uh, her biggest inspiration, which also includes her mother. <laughs> so, <laughs> there it is. Everybody drink. If you're following along at home, everybody drink. Uh, she can complete a level of minesweeper in under two minutes. And let me tell you, Jeremy, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am incredibly bad at minesweeper. I think everybody's bad at minesweeper. <laughs> Apparently not. Not Helen Lee. Helen dominates at minesweeper. Um, she mentions being a mixture of Tina and Sophie, which I, I really like. Um, that's a you know pair of really strategic winners. Um, well-liked winner and Tina. Um, mentions Erica being a small Asian woman. She can definitely identify with her. Um, partnership and loyalty um, to me and only me, which is interesting. That could get her voted out really quickly. Or she could form a day one alliance and run it all the way to the end. So that's my pick, Helen Lee. All right. Well, you can pick one of the people from Georgia. You can't have all of them. That was that was the one. I knew I shouldn't have taken Moose Jaw, man. I'm taking Josh Wilder because Josh is one of the three people left, and he's from Atlanta, Georgia. He's also the only male left, and I wanted to get one more male just to kind of balance that out a little bit. Um. It's not that like I think men or women are any better at the game. It's literally that I don't think they're any better at the game, so I wanted a balance of the two. Um, in case you, anyone was wondering why I kept mentioning that, I uh, currently have four of each, so I feel pretty good about that. 
Um, and he he's a gay black man in Ohio, which he you know was with some um, adversity there. He also had to have a kidney transplant. He beat cancer, um, which is a good story. What a story! I wish I'd have read that. And he, I probably picked it. That's right, so and he's, he's got a great um, story. Um, but he's you know his favorite hobbies, hobbies are obstacle course races. I think about uh, American Ninja Warrior, but I also think about Survivor. Um, and so he just he seems like an interesting dude. He seems like a real good value pick, you know. Like he seems like a guy who I would not be shocked if Josh. There wasn't anything I've looked at him a couple of times. There wasn't anything that jumped out as like a someone I had to take earlier. He's not. Doesn't seem like he's as big as a couple of my other guys. Um, I don't really connect with his gameplay, but I would not be shocked if this was a guy who ended up winning. Uh, so I, I feel like I got a, good, a lot of good value there at eight. In Josh Wilder, I like him. A lot. He is originally from Ohio, but he lives in Atlanta now. So I did get sort of a Georgia connection. And where is my other person? Uh, well, I'm gonna. I hope. Please don't take the one I want. Um, and what? I know. I really want to say one of the words, and like it, it'd be really sad if I can't. Well, I'm gonna say it probably. Um, one second. I'm trying to find her. I mean, it was gonna be a her because there's only two women left. Um, Maddie Pomia. Atta boy. That's what I'm talking about. You wanted the other one, didn't you? I did. Well, good, good. I'm excited about saying on well, There's a word that I'm excited about saying because the first thing that catches my eye about her profile, Maddie Pamia, she is 28, originally from Huntington, Maryland. She currently resides in New York. I have all the New Yorkers. Um, she's a charity projects manager. And Justin, she describes herself as brave. All right, that, that, that's, that's useful and a normal thing mm. to describe yourself as. She's friendly. That seems like it'll be useful. And also a very normal thing to describe yourself as. Mm-hmm. And feral. <laughs> Justin, I've described my children as feral when I'm trying to explain why they're not acting right at the grocery store. I've described every one of my children as feral at some point, but hold on now. Y'all y'all just oh take God. take it easy on them. They're still a little feral. We hadn't house broken yet. Um like all of my children I've described that way. Um, but I would not describe myself necessarily that way. She doesn't look very feral. She looks very housebroken, very domesticated. Um, she looks like she's lived indoors some. She's the middle child. She's the middle child of five sisters. Um, she says strategically, she's probably like Sari or Omar. Swag wise, probably Malcolm. I have no idea what she means by that. Uh, but she seems um, fascinating. I get Lydia vibes from her. Lydia was not long for the game, but she's my last pick. So what can I expect? Yeah. Um, and she did tre- trek to the Everest base camp. Um, and the real best thing she's done is make the hottest guy from NYU date me for the last seven years. So, hey, I've never met the hottest guy from NYU, but I bet he's pretty attractive. And she managed to pull that. So why not pick her? Um, I've pulled way more from her profile than I should have from my ninth pick, but I was fascinated by the word feral, and I'm glad I was able to pick her at some point. She, you mentioned Lydia. I wonder if she has a BFJA um, for all those chlamidiators out there. Uh, I told I, I you promised you wouldn't ever use that word on this podcast. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we have officially gone off the rails, folks. Because I used 
word I said I wouldn't do. Um, anyway. <laughs> I don't think I ever actually did that. Boom. You should have. Because uh, that, you know, I probably shouldn't say chlamydiators. Um, but I did it again. All right. So, I'm super excited for this pick. If I saw Farrell, I might have gone with the other person. But it's okay. Because I like this person's words. Franny Marin, research coordinator. She is curious. Normal. Calculating. Normal. And here we are. Zesty. Brother, I don't even know what that's supposed to mean, but I love it. Like, she is spicy. A little, little, little you know. I mean, it certainly doesn't give off those vibes, but we're okay. We're, we're, I was going to say, from the looks of her. I'm going to be honest. She doesn't look like she seasons her fried chicken, but. She looks <laughs> like somebody who thinks salt is spicy. But we're going to give Franny the benefit of the doubt, and we're going to go with her zesty uh, description. She is zesty. I love it. She got a, somehow got a perfect score on the MCAT, which, you know. Neither one of us could do, my guy. I, we, we couldn't. I, I've, pet, I've petted a cat before. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't either. Same thing. Um, I, the weird one here was her biggest inspiration she didn't go with her mom or anything like that. I mean, like, maybe you call this person mommy, uh, but that's a different podcast. Uh, she went with Sophie Clark, uh, as well as the runner-up, The Scarlet Witch. Just an interesting... Hey, Zesty. These are Zesty people moves. These are very Zesty. Uh, she said, I will be the sole survivor because I have two superpowers. Enthusiasm and adaptability. I'll weather any storm with a smile. She enjoys collecting leaves, game nights, and collaging. Just, I mean, she's going to have plenty of opportunities to collect leaves out there. She is. Now, she also identifies the most with Gabby, a little bit of Marianne, and the more important one, Aubrey. Which, oh baby, you've, if you've I'm surprised you didn't take her first. If you, you I'm surprised you didn't take her first. Well, I didn't see that because I didn't look through the cast chair. I mean, we went through this already. Um, if, but you know what? I would have taken her first if I'd seen that. Which means I just got my number one pick with my last pick. Talk about value. Great value. Great. Value. Talk about value. Survivor is a four course meal for the brain, body, and spirit. I love it. She's zesty. We're running with it. My team is a zesty squad. We got a bunch of people with three names, people that love their mom, and 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 you know we're just we're ready to go, Jeremy. I'm ready to lose by another twenty points this year. You you got two wrestling references in. You got Yam Yam Bigelow, and that's got to be Kane. <laughs> well, we did. Look at that. My team is stacked. both of. Yeah. So to to run these teams down because I'm sure Justin's not writing these down. Um, no clue. Who my roster now. What's fun is I'm sure we could have known what tribe these people were on. We don't know that because we didn't look at it. Um, so <laughs> who knows? I may own an entire tribe. I don't know. I don't know. But I've got Jamie Lynn Ruiz, Danny Massa, Brandon Cottom, Wade, Lauren Harp, Bruce Peralt, Claire Rafson, Josh Wilder, and Maddie Pomia. Sounds like a winning roster to me. Justin's less winning roster is Carolyn Weiger, Yam Yam Bigelow. He has a different last name, but we're going to call him Yam Yam Bigelow. Matthew Grinstead Mayo, Carson Garrett, Matt Blankenship, Heidi Lagares Greenblatt, Kane Fritzler. Kane, that's got to be Kane Fritzler. 
Helen Lee and Franny Marin. I mean, it sounds like a good roster, but not as good as mine. Um, if you don't know our point system, we kind of make it up on the fly. We've got a few basic rules. It's mostly based on surviving in the game, winning challenges, finding advantages, using them correctly. Obviously, correctly, we kind of interpret those that sometimes. Um, and, yeah, so that's what we're looking for here. I, how do you feel about your roster, Justin? Jeremy, I don't know a single person on my roster, and I just drafted them. So, with that being said, I do remember saying something about Zesty. So, I'm feeling Zesty about my roster. Um, no, in all seriousness, um, I feel pretty decent about this this group of folks. Um, at, at the end of the day, I got that sounded really cool to me. I got a guy from Moose Jaw. I got a Zesty Lady. I got some three-name folks, which, I mean, I, it tells you nothing. Uh, people that love their mom, like I said. And most importantly, I got the guy with the coolest name. Uh, and Yam Yam Bigelow. I mean, you, you just you don't get much better than that. So I'm excited. Uh, how, how are you feeling about your roster? You said you said you got a better roster than me. So I got I got to hear the take from you. Or maybe not. <laughs> Apparently, I do not. Have I was muted. I muted myself because I had to cough, <laughs> and I was just sitting over here talking. I'm going to leave that in because I it makes me look like an idiot. Um, I mean, I was sitting here talking. I was like, "Why is Justin acting like I'm not talking? I'm totally talking." I was muted. Um, you love to see it. You love this to see is, it. Technology this is, is the best, this is the best episode of our season. It's all down here from, from hill from here, folks. Yeah, yeah. And you're probably thinking, "How could it go downhill from here?" You just hang around. Um, it looks like we got a pretty good mix of the tribes. Uh, there's a purple tribe called Tika, and I think we're a four-two split on that one. Um, who, who has the four? Um, well, I think you do on that tribe. I love that. Uh, yeah, you've got a four-two split on that one, but I have a four-two split on the red or orange tribe Ratu. Ooh, a little bit of Ratu action. Uh huh. I've got the four-two split on that one, and then the Soka tribe. I think that one is in the middle. I think it's three three. That would make sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, it would have to be. Yeah. Oh um, <laughs> hey. Math. math for non-math majors. I bet that would be on the MCAT and we wouldn't do well in it. Or I wouldn't. Um so yeah. So four two, four two, three, three. Considering we didn't look at that one little bit, that's a pretty good balance. I like my roster. I feel like I've got um to me when I look at this cast, I think our most likely winners. Are um, Amy Lynn. Um, I like Carolyn largely because I've seen a lot of noise mm. online. I have, like, I didn't take her because, you know, I just was trying to just go based on my own read. Uh, a lot of people like Carolyn an awful lot. Your number one pick. Um, oh. Well, I did not know that, but we're here. Yeah. We're thriving. And uh, like I said, I, I've not, I've not done any research, Jeremy. I looked at the cat. 
As we were pulling it up, you could probably tell by the fact that I drafted somebody for Moose Jaw and didn't even realize I genuinely might hate this person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matthew, I, I think your, your third pick, Matthew, I like Yam Yam a lot. Um, I think he'll be very popular. Yep. Now, I do I think that he'll also be somebody who he gives me some real um, – what was that dude? Nasir vibes. Just excited to be there. He's going to be really popular, and that's probably going to get him voted off. Probably going to get him to the merge. So that's yeah. I, I feel good that I've got like five people that are going to get to the merge this time. Yeah, uh, yeah. which is pretty solid for us, right? Uh, I don't think I have the winner pick. Um, I really liked. Uh, there was somebody on your team that I really liked or that I thought could win. It might be your first pick, Jamie Lynn Ruiz. No, 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 there's somebody I really liked, and I was like, "Dang, I should have, I should have, I should have went ahead and taken him." Uh, I bet that was Lauren it. Harp, uh, the lady with the big hair. Yeah, yeah. I like her hair. That was the one. Lot. And this is not me making fun of her hair. I need you to know, I love her hair. It's crazy. Mine's crazy. Hers is crazy. I love yeah. it. Jeremy does have crazy hair. Um, I look like Bernie Sanders with black. So I mean, I don't know what we're doing here, but anyway, uh, I'm balding. That's that was the joke. Um, <laughs> The the thing is, get one or two people to the final, you know, episode, which I have not been able to do recently or last season. I don't think I did. I think I might have had one person get there. Um, I, I think that's the key for me is to get to the merge and then get a couple folks to the final episode. So even if I don't win, if I've if I've kind of scattered, uh, if I've scattered some folks around the winner, I think I've got a good shot. Well, and um, here is the the thing about this cast, all right? Um, let's say, so last, no, that's not Marion. I was looking at the Marion cast. I was looking back through my notebook to see our cast, uh, our picks from, there it is. Okay. It was a Lindsay, the, the, the lady that you picked that you really liked, and she fizzled pretty quick. It was Lindsay Carmine. Um, yeah, the final four was Cassidy, Jesse, Owen, and Carla. I mean, we, or Owen and Gabler. And we we split those down the middle two two. Oh um, yeah. Oh okay. I didn't realize I had yeah, two of those. Yeah, yeah, and you had I thought the two most likely to win. Uh, Gabler uh, threw us both a curveball. Um, but hey, Deb. Um, all that to say, what I like about this cast is I don't see I didn't get like strong winner vibes. I like Jamie Lynn. There's there's a few that I like a lot, but. I didn't really have that strong, like, I really felt strongly about Shan. As soon as I saw her profile, I saw her look, I saw the way she spoke, you know, her, her answers. I didn't really get that strong of a vibe from a lot of people. But I didn't really have anybody that I just disliked. That's fair. Yeah. And we didn't have Romeo this Romeo, time. I knew I wasn't going to like him. As soon as I looked at his profile, I was like, this dude is not going to be fun. Now, we did pick him to go home, like, first, and he made it to Final Three. Um, and then... Right, but we didn't like him, and like we knew we didn't like him from the jump. Yeah, and I knew I was not going to enjoy Romeo television, and I didn't enjoy Romeo television. But Romeo didn't care that I didn't enjoy Romeo television. He just went out and went to final three and said, "Screw you, guy. I don't know." Um, but here's our here's our record, right? Our last two picks last season were Mike and Cody, who Cody was like, or Mike Gabler who won, and Cody who probably would have won if if somebody hadn't made a big move and t- taken him out, right? Um, so. Like, we really did poorly in, in our last two picks last time. The time before that, our last two picks were I had Lydia. You know, she didn't do so hot. And then you had Romeo, who made it to final three. So, just stellar record there. 
Um, I think every time there's been somebody that we picked last that just made a deep run. Um, so we're not great at deciding who's going to be picked last. But we've got Spunk. No, that's what no, Jeremy. We have Zest. We're Zesty. We are Zesty. And Feral. Fer- and also Feral. And Zesty. 41, our last picks were Jeannie and Eric. So that we, we did okay all that. Jeannie, I think, made it to – no, she went out before the merge. Both of them were pre-merge. So we did pre- we did pretty good on 41. Okay. So you know what? This this is where we're due. We're due to have a rebound where our last two picks don't do well. But you know what, Justin? I like this cast enough that, like, I don't want either of those last two. Those two last picks seems like they've got some personality. I want, I want to be wrong about Maddie and Franny. I want Maddie to be sitting in the final three arguing it out while either one of them should win. That's what I want. And I want them to pull out the words feral and zesty. If they don't, I'll be mad. <laughs> so, anyway, I think we've, we've driven this train as far off the rails as it needs to go. I don't know how you feel, but that, that's kind of where I am. I, I, think you're, I think you're spot on, buddy. So, I'm gonna, we're, let's wrap this up. Uh, we're looking forward to Survivors next week, folks. I'm going to drop this hopefully tomorrow on Thursday, uh, which will be February 23rd. And the season starts on, on March 1st. So this, this is, this is news to me. And I just want to say that I work at a CBS station. Um, Justin's been down in the weeds with some very serious news stories have, that are not look, man, survivor related. It, it's been, it's been a lot. It's been, it's been, it's been a hectic month. Uh, I'm ready for it to be over and apparently ready for survivor to come back without it. Was happening. It's next week. So anyway, Justin, get you some rest. We'll talk later. Sounds good, buddy.